everyone. Welcome back to Sparking Change, a podcast for prevention, the official Stevenson Catalyst podcast where students discuss reasons and ways to prevent substance use on a local and national level. I'll be your co-host for today, along with Somia. Hello, everyone. It's Somia, and I'm so excited to co-host today with Pranav. Today, we're joining, we are joined by Mrs. Bethauser and Pravika to talk about substance use and athletics. Mrs. Bethauser is the de Director of Athletics at Stevenson High School. Mrs. Bethauser and Pravika, did you want to introduce yourselves? Well, thank you, Samia. Uh, I think you gave a great introduction. I have uh, been at Stevenson for about 18 years, 13 in this role. And I'm really thankful that you reached out about this topic because I'm definitely passionate about doing what we can to support athletes and obviously to encourage healthy lifestyle. And so I think we're gonna have a great discussion today. Hi everyone, my name is Pravika. Um, thank you so much for having us today. Um, I'm a junior at Stevenson and I play lacrosse and field hockey here at Stevenson. And yeah, I'm also a fellow Catalyst member and I think it is very really important for not just student athletes at Stevenson, but all students to um, be informed about this topic. And I'm so glad you guys are taking steps in order to do that. Well, that's amazing. With that said, let's get started with our first question that I wanna to ask to both of you. In what ways do you think substances can affect an athlete's life and student life? Um, I think Mrs. Bethauser, would you like to take that question first? Yeah, you know, I think there's all these uh, physical effects and physiological effects. And I think, you know, many of our students have heard them. I'll, I'll mention just a few um, that we know about marijuana in particular. Uh, it does have a negative impact on the respiratory system, very similar to what smoking tobacco would. Um, it does affect your sleep retention, your coordination, uh, your motivation even. Um, as far as, you know, in the sports activity, uh, reaction speed, uh, just performance. So many areas of performance um, would be impacted by regular marijuana use. Um, and so I think that's one of them. If we're looking at more of a alcohol use, uh, drinking itself is going to set you back in your training uh, when you are consuming alcohol, you're most likely not consuming other liquids that are healthy for you, which would be water is the most healthy in terms of providing hydration that your body needs for maintaining a high level of physical fitness. Uh, binge drinking, which I hope that we're not seeing a lot in our student athletes, but it does have effects on the brain and body uh, for up to five days after that. So I do think we're talking about some serious situations I also see some effects with um, this type of use in that it's not obviously legal. Um, it's not really accepted in uh, the school setting for sure. So now as a student, if you're choosing to do these things, you have to make time to get a substance, find a place to use a substance, have a group that is willing to use that substance with you. And all of that time commitment is really taken away from what you could be doing to get better in your sport, to be um, at a higher level with your physical fitness. And so I think that's an important thing to note too. Um, 
So um, I appreciate the question. Hopefully I gave some inform important uh, information in that response. I think it's really interesting to see how, um, how substance use affects an athlete in so many different ways. And it's not in just one way. Um, how specifically have you seen their performance be affected by this at practice or um, even in competition? Pravika, do you want to take that one or, you, or should I take this one as well, Samya? Yeah, why don't you do that one? I think you observed athletes a little okay. more and add on to a little bit after that. For sure. I see um, our athletes first show just an overwhelming sense of fatigue. Um, and it's already challenging to be a 14 to 18 year old and trying to maintain a schedule that includes eight hours of school, two to three hours of practice. And then we all know there's some, there's some homework expectations uh, outside of that as well. So anytime that you're putting substances in your body that are not helping you to maintain optimal performance, I think you're really asking a lot um, from yourself at a physical level. And so fatigue is gonna show up and it's gonna show up in a lot of ways. Um, obviously the energy that you bring to practice and uh, the mental energy that you have in terms of absorbing new information. And I think just being excited about something like, you know, when you have mental energy, you can take in a lot and you can be excited, your emotions are going. And I, I think that if you do not have that, it's gonna be very difficult to improve in your sport. Yeah, well, that's amazing. And um, to add on to that, I'd like to ask Pravika a question. So as a student athlete, what do you most commonly hear about substances in relation to athletics? Like some, any stereotypes or like how they can influence your performance in any way or shape or form? Do you hear anything most commonly associated with that? I think one of the things that I hear most common is the usage of steroids to, um, you know, like enhance your athletic ability. And it's like a big stereotype that, oh, you take steroids, you're, you're going to be a faster runner, you're going to become stronger. And while that may be the case for like, like maybe like a week or two, I don't think that it's worth sacrificing something that you've put in so much time and effort in. And I think it has a lot of negative effects with that. So I think when kids think, oh, I'm going to take stories and I'm going to become like the best person on the field, I really don't think that's true because while it may help you for a short time, like a short term in the long run, it's very, very detrimental to your physical health and also your mental health. You know, it's really hard to be a student athlete. And as Ms. Bethazer said, um, balancing your work, your work, your school athletics, it's really difficult and adding drugs into the picture. It's just, it's, it's very hard for a teenage mind to, you know, like take in all that. So as we continue to talk about our life balance with athletics, school and social life, um, Pravika, how do you personally balance all of that? Yeah, I think I get this question a lot, like with my friends and stuff too, but, and like my parents are always like, how do you do it? Like, how do you do everything? But it's, I think, what works for me is when I'm in my athletic setting, when I'm on the field, when I'm at practice, I think I'm not going to worry about like a math test I have tomorrow. I'm not going to worry about what, what's going on at school. I'm going to give my physical performance at best on the field. And then when I'm at school, when, when it is the scenario to worry about that, I'll worry about that then. And 
I just, I think I, it's like really good to like have your priorities set straight and a good schedule that that'll help you not intertwine these things because I think I can speak on behalf of all athletes it's not easy like balancing all all of like your all your things and um as far as social life I think it's so important to be in touch with your friends especially when you're in season because I think sometimes when you try to balance all these things you kind of start being alone and you're like oh my god like I'm overwhelmed with all these things but when you see people around you and I see my friends they're also you know in sports they're taking AP classes they're doing all these things and, I'm, and I get motivated to do it with myself so I'm like I'm not the only one that's facing all these things so yeah I really like how you tackled the idea of stress and overwhelming in the sense of student athletes. I think that's a driving factor for why many resort to using substances. Miss um, Bethauser, in your many years of experience, have you ever, like, do you know the, um, the amount that stress ha has a toll on the lives of athletes to the point where they are driven to seek using substances? Well, it's interesting because I was looking through um, some information today, and I do think that's one of the biggest reasons athletes experiment with substances is because they're looking for a way to relax or unwind or separate themselves from the stress of a difficult day or of a, the expectations that they have um, of being a student athlete. And in some respects, I think we know that, um, or I think we've, you know, we've been told that when you use a substance, you could, you know, feel like you're somebody else for a while, um, depending on what that substance is. And uh, that could seem very appealing for, for people that, you know, feel like they have some stress and anxiety. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I could, I think that would be what I'm seeing from my perspective. And in the, and I do wanna say rare, in the rare occasion that I do talk with the student that's made a choice, um, obviously what I would think is a bad choice. It's, that's some, that's some, sometimes what I'm hearing from them is, you know, I made a mistake. I just felt like I needed to get away from, you know, what I was dealing with at the time. I think that's a feeling that a lot of athletes can relate to. Like, um, I'm a cross country runner and a track runner, and it it gets a lot, right? You you go to practice either in the morning or in the afternoon, and then you have to sit and do homework right away. And there are unhealthy ways to deal with that and healthy ways to deal with that, right? So um, either Previka or Miss Bethauser. What do you think are some even healthier ways to deal with those things that, you know, instead of resorting to substance use? Yeah, I think I can start with this one. I think, you know, when you come back from your sport, you're exhausted. And like you said, there are unhealthy ways to deal with that. But I think some healthier alternatives are, you know, maybe just taking like an hour, like 30 minutes or an hour, just like spending time with your family. I think like you might not realize it, but they are always there for you to listen to your problems. And I think we kind of forget about them when we're like entangled with all of our problems and all of our stresses. So I think, you know, just taking the time to like, just breathe with them, you know, like if you're having any issues, express it to them, maybe just talk to your friends about something. And if, if you don't feel like engaging with other people, maybe, you know, like crank on some music, you know, just like 
just like let all like just relax for a little just let everything out and I think that's like a great way to deal with your stress and always helps me I always just like put on music and just like have like a little dance party in my room or something like I don't know it's just like whatever makes you happy and like like relieves your stress for us and uh Mrs. Bethauser do you have anything else to add on to that I think I would agree with everything that Pravika said. I also think um, it's important to schedule that time because we all know how it will fill up if we don't. And I'm so guilty of this. Uh, you know, my intention is to, like I said, to get down to the gym tonight. I'm in my office and I just get, you know, stuck in this black hole of emails and signing paperwork when I really want to be down with the coaches and with the athletes and having great conversations. And so I have to, you know, force myself to do that because that's what I know that I love and enjoy. Um, and then I can come back to that with some more, you know, energy than what I had before. I really like how you talked about the idea of organizing. Um, as a student athlete myself last season, I was very overwhelmed by practices every day, games on the weekends, but also AP tests around when I was uh, playing lacrosse in the spring season and I think incorporating organizing and um, spending time with family friends also doing your own hobbies is a great way to like relieve some of that stress you don't ever have to um, uh, feed your urges with any substances or anything unnatural um, well before we move on to the next question I think we will be taking a short break to hear from our featured student speaker All right, today our featured student speaker is Savni Kondikar from the Message Management Committee, and she will be speaking on what her why is to staying substance-free. Hi, I'm Savni, and I'm from the Message Management Committee, and my reason for staying, for staying substance-free is that I'm involved in a lot of after-school um, extracurricular activities, as well as really focused in school, and I don't want substance to hinder my performance in those. Thank you. All right. Thank you for that, Savni. And with that said, we are going to get back to the episode. All right. Now that we are back from our break, I believe we are about to talk about healthier methods athletes should use to cope with stress. As Pravika was mentioning, listening to music, as well as Ms. Bethauser, to organize time for yourself. Do you guys have any other advice for athletes to consider instead of resorting to substance usage? Um, anyone who wants to take that? <laughs> well, I do want to go back to something that you just um, said before the break, and you were talking about your lacrosse schedule. Um, and I think that we have been, and I think we're, we're guilty of this, in athletics has been six day a week commitment. Um, this is what we do. This is you know how it's been for a long time. And I think that as coaches, we're starting to recognize that there are other ways to be successful in your sport. And it may not mean that it, the six day a week commitment has to be the case. And so as we begin to think you know, beyond those boundaries that we have created for ourselves, I think it's important for coaches to hear from athletes as well, um, you know, to say, hey, you can trust us, coach. 
that if we're practicing five days a week or six days a week, we're making good decisions on that day off and we're taking care of our bodies. We're resting, we're hydrating, we're doing all the things that you want from us. And because we have that time, we're going to come back on day six or day one or whatever. And we're going to have renewed energy. And it, that session that we have together is going to be even more productive than if we were to go six days straight. And I think that's really good feedback for adults. And so I would empower you as leaders to, you know, be thinking about that as you, uh, you know, continue to be part of our athletic programs. Cause I can tell you our coaches want to hear the feedback that you have, not only about this or practice or, um, you know, team activities, but, but they want to hear from athletes. That's important. Yeah, I agree. And I know that sometimes you would have like longer days off, like coach Walker, she would always be like, you guys are going to choose how to spend this, like, like break. You can spend it doing whatever you want. You could spend it eating junk food. You could spend it doing like not being ex like not doing exercise. Cause your, your body, when you're an athlete gets used to that every day, you know, exercise and you get in that routine. And if you just completely stop for like maybe two or three days, it could like take a toll on you. So she would always be like, okay, you could either just sit on the couch, watch TV, or you could sit around doing polls while you're watching TV. It's like, make these decisions like wisely and do what you want to do, but it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt her. It's not going to hurt your teammates. It's only going to hurt you if you don't choose it to do these things wisely. So, yeah. Yeah. It's all about student choices and what we decide to do rather and we can only look to our coaches and our friends for advice. So what my next question was, Mrs. Bethauser, how do you educate your athletes and give them advice on the consequences of substance use in particular? Well, I'm really fortunate because we partner with the, the health teachers here. And I know that the messages that are coming through the health curriculum, through those health classes, and I think they're super powerful messages. And every student athlete here at Stevenson is hearing that. But then we need to continue the work within our athletic realm. And so our coaches have to have the confidence to have those conversations. And sometimes as coaches, you know, we, we, we kind of brush through it uh, because we assume that our athletes are fully aware of what it means to be substance free or what it means to make you know good choices and I and I think that what you guys are doing as catalyst members and putting out information putting out educational materials pushing us as adults and coaches is really important because I want um, our athletes to be hearing that consistent message um, and so thank you. And I look, you know, I, to answer the question in, in a brief summary, I look to the school community to continue to um, give that great message and especially our health teachers. Um, I know Pravika was adding on to this before talking about her coach and how she was able to help her out during the season and like make everything so much easier. And I really like the idea of having someone to be a role model for you with the coaches to act as like a figure that you can inspire from someone who you can achieve some sort of discipline as well too. So um, Pravika, could you elaborate a bit more on like how having um, your coach being like uh, treating you like that during the season, like being a, a figure for to inspire from, how that helped you with not having to resort to any substance usage at all and like uh, relieve your stress if you say. 
Yeah, I know. I think I've always been blessed to have such a great coaching staff. And it's like sometimes as an athlete, there will be times in the season where you feel like you're like plateauing or not doing well. I remember there was a game that we played and we lost terribly. We lost like seven to zero. And um, I went to my coach and I was like, coach, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I don't understand. And I think like sometimes athletes fall into this like trap and they think the only way out is substances. They think that, oh, maybe taking steroids, it'll help me be better if I'm not doing well. And I think what I like having such a great coach with me, I think she just encouraged me. She's like, Pravika, like, I know you have all these skills. It's just about, you know, using them at the right time time and enhancing them just by like simple things. Like it's like you, you'll be like messing up, but it's only based on like the basics that you've done. And just like helping me realize that I have these skills and all I need to do is practice and dedicate more time to my sport. And I think falling into substances would kind of like take me in the opposite direction. And I'd focus more on doing that than like being better at my sport or being more dedicated towards it. Thank you both so much for all you've told us. I know personally, I've learned a lot just from hearing your guys' advice and tips. And um, as our episode is coming to a close, I want to ask one final question to both of you. Um, what is your why? And why do you not um, use substances is what the question means. Um, Ms. Behauser, if you want to start off with that. So for me personally, um, it's never really been an option because I think that I, I tend to um, manage stress by trying to um, exercise and get out and enjoy fresh air. Um, and so that to me has been my drug and probably to a fault where I can honestly say, like, I haven't taken a day off from working out in years. So I will go seven days a week, 365 days a year, because that's who, that's, you know, my routine. And if I don't get that workout in at five o'clock in the morning, I feel it by 10 o'clock. Um, and, and that's me personally, that's not necessarily everyone else's why or the way that they, um, you know, handle the many stresses that can come at us. But for me, that's what's worked. Yeah, I completely agree with what Ms. Hazard says. And I literally strive to be like that when I'm older, just like never stopping working out. I really value that as well, which is partially one of my reasons for not engaging in substances. But also I really value my academic life, you know, just like the same as balancing my athletic life. My academic life is equally, if not more important to me and balancing that. And I know that there's so much, in stock for me in the future and I really don't want to like use drugs which would like hinder my abilities to do any of these things but yeah I think those are some really good whys for me personally my why is um I look to my future goals and when I see myself accomplishing them substance use is something that would hinder me from doing so so um that would be my personal why um that's all we have for today Mrs. Bethauser and Pravika, thank, thank you so much for joining us. I know that as an athlete myself, I learned a lot from this and um, it was really beneficial for to have you talk with us today. Thank well, you so much. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And um, to whoever is listening right now, we want to thank you so much for listening to this episode and our perspectives on substance usage. And I want to thank Pravika and Ms. Bathauser one more time. And before we close our episode, 
we would like to ask the listeners out there, what is your why? Why do you not want to engage in substances as well? Join us next time when we talk about the impact of substance use in student life as well in any other aspect of life. Um, see you then and bye and thank you everyone.